Locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. I'm going to call it hour three. Really? Yeah. Someone on the text line is yelling for hour one. Can we do that again? I blame Tommy Emma. I don't know if I'm supposed I to. I blame Spotify and Apple for taking so long uploading it. Jerks. Got all that money. Build us a faster internet. You know the thing I like about our place, though? It's the accountability. Everyone willing to just jump on the grenade and take it for the team. All right. Tommy Emma. Spotify, Apple, mm-hmm. Dumas, somebody's to blame. Uh, the guest hotline is brought to you by Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar. 13-time Consumer Choice Award winner. For every dollar you spend, earn points towards free pizza with their rewards program, Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar, 6060 Memorial Drive Northeast. The, uh, the match, what a game. What a, what a regular game season. Game of the year? Game. What, I don't, I don't what's know what, in the category? Who, who, what's competing with that for the most entertaining regular season game of the year? And I, I, I literally just, the question popped in my head. I will now scan the season to see, but like what's even close to that? The Euler back and forth. Yeah, that 9-5 nine, nine right? was nuts. Maybe less so in a competitive nature, but more in just the atmosphere, the circus-like. This is an entertainment product. How does it get better than that? Yeah, it can hang. But I'm going to say that's it. There have been other games where it's been physical. Those games against Minnesota were physical, but it didn't have no, this. No. They tied the game with point one left. In terms of drama, I don't know that it's going to get better than that. UC Saros leaves the game. Ooh, don't look good. The uh, you'll be. I mean, you're not going to hear much. I'm. I'm guessing it'll be very quiet on the Nashville front, unless it's... was post-game. Unless it's great news, in which case they have nothing to hide. There's but not a lot of great news when a guy limps like that down in that tunnel. It did not look good. Yeah. Skated to the bench and then could barely get off the ice and then could, couldn't get down the hall without full help from, uh, from training staff. Like, there's been more dominant performances, no question. Yeah. There's been higher scoring games. You know, Arizona 9-1 was a laugher. There's been two games at the Dome where the fans have been chanting, we want 10. But in terms of just drama, entertainment, and all the elements that hockey can provide you, physicality, goals, you know, beating the clock, special teams, that, that had it all. Everything. Lots of penalties. Lots of power play time. Two goals for, uh, for the Predators with the man advantage. The Flames get one. They take the goalie out. They score with point one left. They win it in overtime against their former goaltender on a goal that was not a great goal after their number one goalie left. Game time goal wasn't a good goal either. Dylan Dubé, two more goals for him. What a heater. Whew. What a heater. Eight goals in his last seven games. And the guys were buzzing after. I played it, I played this one earlier. But Milan Lucic who will tell you he's played a lot of hockey in his career, where this game stacks up all time for him. We showed a lot of character in, uh, you know, sticking up for each other and for ourselves. And this game wasn't going to be just one that you're going to go through the motions because, you know, they're, they're playing to, to clinch a playoff spot and possible first-round matchup. So, I mean, I think everyone that was here and watched on TV got their money's worth. And uh, I got to say... Put over a thousand games now. That's probably top five games that I've that I've been a part of. Goals, the hits, the fights, the motion. It was a great game to be a part of. Top five. Like I'm thinking of that series with Vancouver in the Stanley Cup final alone. I'm thinking there's five gems in there. It might be recency bias. I'm sure in no, a couple I, years. But, but but it speaks to how good last night was. Yeah, it was not like he's throwing. I've never heard him rank a game as a flame before. It's probably the wildest game he's played as a Calgary Flame. And it would rate high because he was right in the teeth of it. Yeah. Scrap, monster hit. Screen in front on a game-tying goal at 3-3. Body checking, yipping. Interferencing. <laughs> a little interferencing. Removing helmets, shooting them into orbit. 
I saw always uh, oh, good on uh, Ryan Pike. He's uh, he's very good. apparently no uh, no further discipline coming from that game last night, whether it be a spear or a late hit or or any of the like. No harm, no foul, move on, nothing to see. The way it should be. Hmm. And if you have not seen the photo that is taken from along the uh, the end wall in Nashville, it is the shot of. I mean, literally, Matt Duchesne, horizontal, both skates. You see the bottom of his feet. Lucic is finishing this a late hit. Mm. And his helmet is in orbit. And to be fair, it might just be a really, really early hit, like he thought the puck was going to be there in a minute or so. <laughs> okay. Because late suggested yeah. the puck was there at some point. Either way, interference, <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe he was going to touch the puck at some point. Maybe. So maybe it was maybe. horribly early yeah, for Lucic to hit him. I thought you were good. I thought he was giving it to you. But what a blast. That should, I, boom. And the minute it happens, you know, those things that go through your mind, you see them take a pen, like with Shillington, when he does the interference and kind of rubs the player out along those, ah, mm. oh, yeah, no, I don't. First thing is, oh, Luch, the puck's not there. And then you remember the context of the game. Oh, yeah, you don't care if you win. You may play these guys. Yeah, go ahead. Lower the boom. Oh, yeah, it's, uh, Absolutely lower the boom. And Duchesne was fine. That's it's less than four minutes left, and these guys being jerks. Yeah, okay, go hurt someone. I'm cool with that. Because you could have hurt that guy. Well, and I recall it might have been that Florida swing where things got away from the bit. They'd just come out of COVID. And those games were close at different junctures. The Tampa game, the Florida game, yeah. the Carolina game. And then when things got out of hand, the Flames were like, all right, well, we're going to lose. Let's just go be idiots. And that's what they'll do in a series. Make no mistake. Yeah. If they get down 4-1 and there's five minutes left, they're going to do things that won't get them suspended but will set up the next game and that will remind the team they're playing that we're tougher than you. And they can probably say that about any team they can run into through the Pacific. Maybe there's one that can hang in the Central. They're going to be tougher than every team they play in the playoffs, potentially. Who's tougher than the Flames that they're on a collision course with? Like, Nashville is a very tough team, and I thought Calgary was fine in their building and won that battle of who was willing to, you know. I think it was very clear that they were going to come out and show the Flames they were up for any challenge that they were going to throw at them. And Calgary responded and out-toughed them. Yeah. Now... Nashville is, I think it's Nashville, Calgary, Minnesota, the three toughest teams that make the playoffs in the West. And they, and they loved it. Kachuk was the, the happiest. Now, I've, I've said Re- this before. My, reveling in it. My dad had a saying. I don't really understand. He was uh, smiling like a sheep eating thistles. Um, that was Kachuk, whatever that means. It, he always used it in a, in a sense where he'd be very happy. I guess if you're thistles, you'd be kind of looking like you're smiling. Anyway, um, it'd be anybody eating thistles. He was smiling like Dumas eating thistles. Mm. Yeah. I don't get that either. But they, there's a few guys, and here's the thing. Is fighting out of the game? Yeah, for the most part. Do you need to be able to play the, the, the enforcers, the big heavyweights? Or that? Yeah. But don't you love knowing that you can go into a game and nine times out of ten, you're, you're saddled up just fine for whatever happens? Well, and let's remember, there's a time of year where it matters more. And that starts next Monday because you don't get to travel and play a different team the next night and carryover occurs and you have to line up, cross the face off from that same jerk that you have for the last week and a half. Intimidation in the playoffs is so much a bigger factor than it is in the regular season. A, because players are willing to go further in terms of what they're willing to do, put their body through, pain, uh, fight, like mm-hmm. it, whatever it takes to win. I'm willing to do it now, whereas on Feb 3rd, I'm like, I don't know if this is the right time. So there's that. But also because you just, you can't, you don't get to go away. You don't get to say, okay, we don't see Lucic and Goodbranson and Zadorov. We're going to go, we get to, now we get to go play Vancouver. No, you get another week and a half of these guys. Yeah. Intimidation matters more in a series than it does in the regular season. Scores can be settled very quickly. So, and, and to that point, right? Not only are you more inclined to go a little further. Just, I, I, think, I think the data would suggest that you are allowed by the officials to go a little further. Yep. We, we do believe, and, and I'm sure there is data to suggest that it's the, that it's the case. 
the whistles go away a little bit. Yeah, there's more penalties called in the playoffs, but there's about double the infractions in the playoffs. So the, the, the threshold of what gets called is very different than in the regular season. <laughs> Remember, it was, it was like the Chris Pronger rule. Yeah. Chris Pronger. Just cross-checked the whole shift. Fouled someone on every single shift. Mm-hmm. In and front the of the net, cross-check. Knock him down, who cares? How am I supposed to do this, says the referee? I, I'm going to have to give you a penalty on every shift? So, well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, no, you can't. And you so, couldn't, yeah. so he would just lumber someone all the time. It's like watching Shaquille O'Neal in the key in his prime. It's just like, is he getting fouled on every play, or is he fouling everyone on every play? I don't even know. How do we... Guess we're not calling anything. The one It takes one team to get in and another team when you get there. I don't know that that's exactly what this is, but I think they're equipped for both. They clearly had 50 wins in the regular season. They set a record for the team in terms of road wins, 25 of them is a new record, and they won the division, and they look just fine for what we expect to be playoff hockey. And I don't know who you want. I think self. I think yeah. If, if Saros is out, easy decision. If you're Saros probably going to want Nashville. It's not probably. If Saros is out for the series, you would love Nashville because Riddick hasn't been good. And look, I was a huge supporter of Riddick. We all were. He played. Um, he was. He was great. At a time, he was a phenomenal story. And like, wow, look at this stuff. It looked sustainable, but for whatever reason, he's not been the same guy for a year and a half. And I don't think they wanted to play UC Saros sixty-seven times in the first eighty games this year. They had to because they weren't getting good goaltending from Riddick. And look where they are in the standings. Now, did that lead to the injury? Who knows? We'll never know. Sports scientists that round the Predators have a better idea than we do. But point being, there's a significant drop from Saros to Riddick. Riddick's not in this league next year unless something changes. That's a goal you want to face in round one. And I'll be honest, I don't spend a lot of time looking at their American Hockey League or their farm system, but I don't know any of Thomas Vomaka, Devin Cooley, Connor Ingram. Look to be the three goal. Ingram's been around before. We've heard he's his 20, name. He's the oldest of the three. But again, if he wasn't better than Riddick, I mean, if he if he's better, than, why isn't he up? Riddick is better than you like, would think than those three. Now, I mean, then on the other side, you've got the Dallas Stars, who now Ottinger. Good young, year. Good year. First time been, in the playoffs. He was what perfect through seven rounds of a shootout last night. He has played. He's played very well. How many shootouts are there in the playoffs, Dean? He's a good goalie. He's a good goalie. He's not as good as Markstrom, and it's his first time under the bright lights, so we don't know how it's going to go. I like that, if you're an opponent. Dallas, 40-goal guy. Nashville, 40-goal guys. Roman Yossi on one side, probably more depth. I like that home last night, although I don't know how eager he was to get into that extra stuff. I think he was happy to just kind of let, what was it, McCarron, or Big Mike? The old Habs The old Habs uh, first sure. rounder. Either way, it's a careful what you wish for. But either way, if Saros is a no-go, you have better goaltending on paper, mm-hmm. and you're willing to go into battle with either team, and your offense is... Just goals four, you've scored considerably more than both. You've given up considerably considerably less than both teams. And they're quite similar um, in the sense that their goals against were tied before yesterday's action. Nashville does score more. Dallas has gone to overtime a lot more, so less actual winning at five on five, which is what the playoffs are. Dallas has the best line of the group in terms of when you look at Pavelski, Roberts, and Hintz when they're on the ice. That's a top five line in the league, no doubt. But I just, if Saros is even only out for the rest of the regular season, it's hard to see Nashville finishing ahead of Dallas, doesn't it? Like, how do they beat Colorado with Riddick in tomorrow night? You mentioned it before the break. Nashville, two games left. Dallas has two. Predators will play the Avalanche and the Coyotes. The Stars play the Coyotes and the Ducks. So a Stars win tonight would really put the heat on. A star's lost tonight could make things easy street for Nashville. Then they only have to win one or two. He was a banger. He was a banger. He was a banger. Last night, NHL. Because we got Mason Trafford coming up. Yeah. Next segment.
Maestra. Uh, Matthews hit 60 goals. The kid can shoot it. Power play goal. Even strength. Zing. Nadelkovich still hasn't seen that 60th. Keeps it in at the blue line. Skates in. Wires one. Goal. First American-born player to hit the 60-goal plateau. I didn't realize it's it. It's surprising, but we've, we've noted that as Gaudreau got to 100, he was only the second American in a quarter century. In to, terms of goals, the next points? closest, Jimmy Carson and Kevin Stevens both had 56. So, Jimmy Carson before the deal. Because it looked like, hey, if you're going to trade Gretzky, at least you're getting this Carson guy. He had 56 goals. Oh, yeah. It sounded like Gary Lehman scored 50 once. See how that didn't go too well here. Leafs pick up their 30th win on home ice. That is a new record for them. They have clinched second. They will have home ice in round one. And it sure looks like it's going to be Tampa Bay. Mm, I'll take the over. (laughs) How about the games those two could play? That will be... Like, if if a goalie only allows three, that sounds like a win, and give them a star. Yeah, you can't imagine this being one where the coaches are like, I'll be really happy with how we uh, tightened up. Not that they can't. Good luck. One team's definitely going to have to if they want to get this done. Uh, The Bruins, meanwhile, they've won five of six. They're five up on the Capitals in the second wild card. I'm worried about Pittsburgh. I'm worried about Berkey. Don't worry about Berkey. I'm worried about Berkey. Why would you worry about Berkey? It's been there, what, one year? I'm worried about Berkey. I don't like his chances here. Oh, I'm not worried about his job security. No, no, I just I don't think yeah, it's... the cushiest gig in sport. That president job's unbelievable. Yeah, Team's bad, blame GM. Team's bad, change the coach. No one's like, you know what? That president isn't president well enough. No, I just into in his uh, pursuit of another ring. I don't know if I. Uh... You know what he needs is a Sean Monahan next year. Hmm? But is little, that what he needs? Put a little bug in his ear. Right. I'll get you a ring. Tampa Bay, the likely first round opponent for the Leafs. They hit the 50 win plateau last night. 108 points. 250 win teams, round one. Enjoy it. That's decent. Stamkos hits 100 points. First time in his career he gets to 100. He had 98 in 18 19. Scored 60 and didn't get to 100 points one year. That's, uh, that's a sniper for you. Mm-hmm. Four wins in a row for Tampa. They feel good. Carolina with Peter Kochetkov in Piotr? Piotr? Piotr Kochetkov. 31 saves for Peter. Canes win three, uh, four to three over the Rangers in regulation. So now the Canes, back-to-back division titles. They have set franchise records in wins and points. Who's their goalie, though, Dean? Pyotr Kochetakov. Well, and, and you know what? It sounds like Uncle Auntie Ranta is going to be ready soon, but where's Freddie Anderson? Because mm. they're going to have to play like a Boston, a Washington, a Pittsburgh in round one, one of those three likely. Saravelli, we talked to him yesterday. He's hearing, uh, he's, he's, you know, could be ready. Could, could be ready. Could. On the side for the Rangers, only 52 goals for Chris Kreider. Just continues to score. That ties him for second most goals in a single season in Rangers history. Yager. Yogs. 54 goals. The franchise record. Now, it's a bet. on Saturday, Andrew Kopp left with a... Oh! Lower body injury. Is that the second injury he sustained well, since going to But here's the thing. The blue this, so this was Saturday. Got injured. Left. He was a game time yesterday. Played. Injured. Left. Third time he's been hurt. Jeez. Artemi Panarin. I've upper had bo- the other night. Upper body injury. He left the game. They will finish second in the Metro. And you talked about the Canes and the run they're on. They missed the playoffs nine years in a row. And since then... Conference finals, lose in the bubble mm. first round, and then... But who'd they lose to? Tampa, right? They lost the Bruins that year. They lost to Tampa last year. Bubble Bruins. Yeah. But, like, that's... Uh, win the division, the conference finals two years ago. It's a good little run they've had there. Berkey's Penguins lose 5-1 at home to the Edmonton Oilers. Jason Zucker, lower body injury. He left and didn't return. Back-to-back losses. They've been outscored 9-2 in the last two games. Uh, Connor McDude, goal, three helpers. The Oilers clinch second. They will face L.A. They have won five of six. Is he a Hart finalist? Yes. Okay, so he's one. Matthews is one. It's hard to not have Gaudreau there. 
Even strength points, he's just highest since the mid-90s. Three Canadian teams. Oh, Shesterkin has been phenomenal this year. Best goaltending season we've seen in a long time. He can have the Vesna. He will have the Vesna. The question is whether he's on the heart. Finalist list. He's got a lot of hot. Mike Smith Who else nearly scored a goal last night. Went for the empty net. Just selfish. missed it. Very selfish. Team player. Zach Cassian ended up getting the empty netter. Not selfish. Ten straight victories. Hey, once you do for an extension, keep that guy around. You're going to take some heat, buddy, if Smith's real good in round one and two. It'll be the first time in three years he's been that, so okay. Capitals, they lose. They've had an opportunity here to catch Pittsburgh and just not interested. They lost three of four. One, one, and two in those, uh, no in those four games. No Vetchkin. No Vetchkin. No Vetchkin is right. Oh, boy. Get him back. Come on, Ovi. We need to see him in round one. What do you rub? What do you put in there? Some Vicks? five three five. Yeah, something. Put some uh, Vapo rub. You get some of that peppermint oil. That's... Well, you got you to gotta breathe the Vapo rub, so it wouldn't do much for your shoulder. I think it's, some lin- it does both. Liniment? Liniment or something. Get him back. Arizona stuns Minnesota at the Excel Energy Center. Zona Soda. Five tree for the uh, for the coyotes jack mcbain drafted by the wild in 2018 said screw you Minnie. Mm-hmm. i'm going to arizona scored last night against his and they got a second rounder team. for him that doesn't hurt the end of a 10 game skid for the oats the yotes as you mentioned and yes of course phil kessel yotes into the empty net for his eighth 51 points for phil physical phil mark andre Fleury has started three consecutive games 11 goals in those three games. Might be Cam Talbot time on Thursday for the Flames. Mm-hmm. He's been real good. Matt Boldy, 12-game point streak, 15 points in 12 games. Hartman's got 34 goals. What a season he's had. Whoa. There's some guys with some big numbers. Robertson hit 40 last night. We'll get to that in a moment. Like There's yeah. some guys with some huge – Like who would have suggested 34 goals for Hartman this year? Wow. Yeah. 3-2, Dallas beats Vegas. They do it in a shootout. So that, by the thinnest of margins, Vegas is still alive somehow. Yeah, one point from Dallas in their final two games, and we talked about it, Arizona-Anaheim. A single point eliminates Vegas. Yeah. Or a failure for Vegas to get a point. Right, they have to run the table. Yeah. Yeah. Magic number of uh, one for Dallas. Yeah, so two for Robertson. He's got 40. He's the fourth uh, Dallas-slash-Minnesota North Star to hit 40. Crazy. Medano had 50. Ben, 41. Sagan, 40. Do you think, Dean, it would be a good time to be up for a new contract this summer if your name last name is Robertson in Dallas? Do you is think that that's right? Do you think it's a good time to enter negotiations? Is um, well, everyone's doing it. Oh boy, is he a Calgary Flame or what's? Because that's so. The question is, if you add a zero to his salary today. Is that enough for him to put pen to paper? Is he making like nine nine sixty? He's making seven hundred ninety five thousand dollars, and he scored forty. Holy! Out of entry level, right into the big money. I'd suggest. How much would you like? All of it, please. I'll have all of it if I could. The Colorado Avalanche they ended the St. Louis Blues sixteen game point streak. They were fourteen zero and two. Abs yesterday five three win. 118 points for the Avs, ties for the most in franchise history. They had 118 back in 2000, 2001. 56 wins is a franchise record. Do you realize all these teams are having the records for wins and points and stuff because they used to have ties? Like, do you think the 89 Flames wouldn't have more than 25 road wins if they could, when they were tied, keep playing? Well, I think they had, uh, you know. I, I don't think that takes away from what this Avalanche team is. I still think that's... The Flames. It's impressive, but it's just, it doesn't mean that uh, it's it's apples to oranges, right? Uh, Florida has 120 points, as mentioned, 118 for the Avs, both with two games remaining. The President's Trophy up for grabs. And that's who what who really, wants that curse? That's who, what it's really... The kiss of death. Who gets it this year? It's like when you talk to uh, junior teams. It's not about the Memorial Cup. It's, no. about, the, it's about the league trophy. So good luck to the Avs and Panthers on winning... The one that really matters. Vancouver. See ya. Lights out. They win over Seattle five to two, but that Vegas, that whole Vegas Dallas thing, that uh, that fixed their red wagon. Sixty six points for Quinn Hughes. That's the most in a single season by a Canuck defenseman. Really? 
Doug Lidster had 63 points in 86-87. Wow. So now it's, uh, it's they, the Quinn They, they must show. have hated watching Suter and McInnes roll through. Like, where do they get demon like this? What? Uh, and here's the, uh, the, the stat for the Canucks and all those Jim Benning defenders out there. Until last night, the Canucks had never in franchise history missed the playoffs six times in a seven-year stretch. Hmm. I believe that's exactly his term as general manager. Woof. Jimothy Timothy. Jimbo Timbo. Got his 31st. He has 31 goals, 97 points. He's a good player. You should probably trade him, hey? Good player. Don't get it. Garland, three helpers. And the other game, uh, Ducks and Sharks. What can I tell you about this game? Uh, Zegers, 23rd. Mahura got his third. Brent Burns. Burnsy. Got his 10th goal of the season. 10. He has more goals since turning 30 than he did prior to turning 30. Well, not if you include his minor hockey stats. How about that? 114 goals after his 30th birthday, 113 before turning 30. Wow your friends. Stun your neighbors. Impress the mailman with that data over the course of your Wednesday. Very impressed. Uh, Tell us about our next guest. Mason Trafford, Calvary FC. They need to get right. They're back at home on Sunday. Weather looks glorious. And he's also uh, dabbling, dipping his toe in on the business side of things. We can ask him about uh, home opener on Sunday and what's gone right and maybe uh, needs some work on the pitch through three games in the CPL season. Good then. Coming up, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Boomer in the Morning is on right now. Sportsnet 960, The Fan, Calgary. Tomorrow on the show, looks like we're going to be giving away a little lawn care package courtesy of Green Drop, our official lawn care sponsor. Five seasonally blended fertilizer broadleaf, I'm guessing like applications, treatments kind of deal. Weed control is required. you got the Buzz Boss, the Buzz Shield insect program. Double B. On the old program tomorrow, giving one away. Does your lawn have your neighbors wondering if you've just up and moved? Time to visit greendrop.com for a beautiful weed-free lawn. It's always beautiful outside with Greendrop. It's interesting. Whenever I think of Nashville, I think of Gibby. Whenever I think of Greendrop, I think of Gibby and Gibby with Greendrop in Nashville. So then they're fixing up your lawn and you're thinking about Nashville. Yeah. I see how that goes. Now, I didn't realize maybe we're spoiled. Oh, we are. Or maybe yeah. I don't follow it that closely, but I am always used to being top of the table when it comes to Calvary FC. Top of the table, Tommy. That's now what are you, them, That's yeah. right. And you, you've earned, when you have that kind of a name, it's, you've earned it. Are you telling me? Are you telling me? I'm telling you. It's not top. Not top of the table. Not yet. You want me to be top of the end of the season? We're a month into this. I, no trophies given out 27th of April, Dean. I don't think. Mason Trafford, are they giving away trophies at, the, at that time here at the end of uh, April? April 27th today. Is there any trophies today? <laughs> I think you stole my line. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. That we're, uh, yeah, we're only three games in, guys, so we're, we're, we're trying to stay cool. And, uh, but, you know, I agree. We're used to being top of the table, so it's not, not a familiar feeling, not a good one, that's for sure. But uh, we finish top of the table pretty much every year and, and I've had nothing to show for it at the end. So maybe we'll do it the opposite this time around. I think you guys are excited to be home. Am I crazy? No, you're not crazy. Of course we are. It's, um, it's going to be fun. It's finally fully back here uh, at Cofield looking beautiful. I saw the pitch yesterday. Um, and it's just nice to be home, you know, not having to travel to East Coast every week here for the first three weeks anymore. And get back in front of those fans that we know are best in the league and just enjoy it. Enjoy the sunshine down at Spruce Meadows. It's going to be a fun game on Sunday. Uh, I was looking a couple days ago and it was like, oh boy, there might be some rain. I checked this morning, 17 degrees in sunshine. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what it's all about, right? I think it's uh, there's no better place to be really on a Sunday, whether you're a family, whether you're not a family. It's just a fun place to come down and enjoy some footy and, um, with the sun, it's just the icing on the cake, that's for sure. So we oh, here's the setup here. We got uh, Booms in the room, 
Patty Dumas, who is, uh, I don't know if you're one of or affiliated with, he, he's a foot soldier, and I'll be nice. there with my kids. So we're going to have the kids and me in one area, Dumas in the other, nice. and if we can get it uh, boom out of his house, I mean, geez, you could sit in the regular stands? What are you thinking? Well, 17 degrees. It's, I mean, it'd be hard to, yeah. To be convinced. It's not too hot, not too cold. There's no swast yeah. at that weather. This is all these different experiences. If you want to be a drunk Lugan, go to this end. You, you're here with your kids, go to that end. I love it. That's what we're here for. Yeah, something for everybody. We're 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 trying. So I'm glad that's the that's the perfect group to go. And I'll uh, I'll try to have a have a wave up to you guys. You have to text me, Ryan, and let me know exactly where you end up, and I'll uh, come give you a wave. All right, I like it. Now uh, I see that someone's trying to steal your thunder here. There's another Trafford on the team, Charles. <laughs> what's what's Give us a little intel on this fellow, this this newbie. I know, right? Stealing my thunder. There's only room for one of us. No, he's uh, he's my cousin. He's a Calgarian, so he grew up here, went to Western High School, um, and just a great guy. Just a great guy to have have on the team and to bring back to to his home city and to his home club to play. Uh, he's he's in our leadership group. Tremendous pedigree. He's played, you know. Played for Ryan Reynolds' team and at Wrexham just most recently, but he's played in the Scottish Premier League. He's played in the Polish Top League. So he uh, he brings experience. He brings uh, energy. He brings, you know, a lot of quality, size. So we're, we're excited to have him. And, um, yeah, we're literally just excited just to get this get things clicking here. And, and we still have a ton of belief in this team and what we're going to do this year. So um, get it kicked off here on Sunday, 3.30 p.m. at Cofield. It'll be a good one. Tommy said in the first two games, he really liked some of the chemistry that was building and some of the new, um, I guess, duos or at least, you know, players alongside each other getting used to each other. He saw some chemistry growing. Didn't sound like he liked a lot of, of the game against York, simply tipping his cap saying, uh, you know, your old assistant there, uh, Martin Nash's side was the better of the two. But uh, it sounds like there's certainly some some promising combinations out there. Yeah, hundred percent. And like I said, I'm sure everybody would say that, but I, I truly believe that like nothing's really changed from internally. We still have so much belief in our squad. We have so many good players, um, so many guys that link up. Well, we have had a few unfortunate, unlucky injuries that have affected things and have forced you know Tommy and his staff to kind of retool lineups or even formations a little bit just because we've had to, but. There's there's a lot. There's three games, you know, results haven't gone the way we wanted, but honestly, we're still really confident in this group. Like, there's it's going to be a fun team to watch this year, and um, when things start clicking, I think it's going to be uh, really, really exciting for, for us and for everybody watching. You get Pacific Sunday at 3.30. They are the defending league champs. Tell us about uh, what they have done well and, and what you expect this year. That That seemed like your most bitter rival last season. Yeah, it it always seems to go one of two ways with Pacific, right? Like it's 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 never a dull affair, that's for sure. And um credit to them. They you know, they got into the playoffs I think in third or fourth last year and they beat us in that in that cold winners game in uh mid October to go to the final and then they squeaked one out against Forge too. But credit to them, they've really turned their franchise around since where they were were in twenty nineteen and They've got uh, a lot of attacking threat. They're a good team. They've they've won their first three games, and they have some some real threats and some, you know, some again some players that the neutral fan, which hopefully there won't be many of them on Sunday. Hopefully they're all Calgary fans. But for like a a neutral soccer perspective, they've got some really really talented players that are fun to watch that get the crowd off their feet and. Um, We'll have to be aware of those guys. And, and I think, honestly, it's just everything about Sunday shaping up to be a pretty exciting game where I think you can expect some moments of brilliance and, and just some really, really good soccer to be played. Yeah, and then uh, more action coming up. Uh, that All of a sudden, we're into Canadian Championship games on the 10th of May. That's not far away. Uh, how do you sort of wrap your head around, okay, league play, and then, oh, now we got this little side tournament. Like, Is one more important than the other? Does it uh, does Tommy change you know tactically who he uses and who he doesn't with uh, a couple against FC Edmonton one in league play and one in Canadian Championship? I don't know to be honest. We're uh, we're very much that team that just sort of takes it one at a time here, and um, we haven't discussed the Canadian Championship too much outside of just our our club culture and our goals of always you know finishing top of the league or finishing at the top of every competition we play in. The Canadian Championship is a cool one because you've got basically every team in Canada has a chance, right? From from non 
professional teams right up to the MLS team. So everybody wants their chance to have a cup run. We are included in that. We saw how special it was for the city in 2019 when we played uh, Montreal Impact and when we played Vancouver Whitecaps here. So, yeah, we want to get through Edmonton and then see who's on the other end of that draw, whether it's an MLS team or what. But it's um, it's, a, it's definitely everything we play. We play to win, and uh, that will be no different this year. And so personally, you're going to be uh, obviously busy playing the sport, but also you're now involved in the business side with Calvary. What does the build-up to Sunday, May 1st mean for you? This is obviously a big production and the first time in a while that you'll uh, get to deal with thousands of people coming out to Atco Field to support the club. Yeah, it's going to be actually a really special one for me because it's not just about, you know, the playing. It's, it's, it's that, and it's also... You know, I'm obviously heavily invested now. I'm the commercial director of the club, so I'm, you know, doing everything on the business side. And I, I honestly just want to see this city, you know, fall in love with the cavalry, fall in love with the sport. Uh, we know what's going on with Canada soccer right now. The women's team is, has been and is unbelievable. The men's team is on that path. We're going to the World Cup. What a year for soccer. Hopefully we're out of COVID. All I'm excited about is I want, I want to have full stadiums and, great soccer on the pitch winning ways and and just you know ride this wave that is happening here in Canada and I think it's important that people support the local club because it's not a lot of separation between what you're going to watch on Sunday and what you're going to watch in November at the World Cup right you might even see some of these guys on, uh, that are playing Sunday at the World Cup who knows that team hasn't been selected so I think it's just it's just such a cool time to be a part of soccer in this city and, and, and as a part of the ecosystem that is in Canada right now. Uh, I'm obviously passionate about it. I'm sure you can hear it in my voice. And, uh, you know, we're not pulling teeth here. It's Sunday, sun, spruce meadows, beers, whatever, whatever it is, we've got it for you. So it's uh, something we hope everybody, you know, enjoys as much as we do. Well, Dumont, those foot shoulders, they got those smoke bombs. But the thing is, you, you, only, you really only let those off when, when there's a goal, right? So It's not the whole day, yeah. Let's mix, you know, mix it in because you don't want to take those home. You want to blast those things off. And smoke them if you got them. That's right. So see what you can do on, on yeah, the weekend, all yeah. right? We will go for as many smoke bombs as possible. Hopefully we run out of smoke bombs. Very There's nice. so many goals being scored from yeah. our side. So we'll do what we can. Love it. Good to talk to you, man. Good luck on the weekend. Cheers, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you out you there. Betcha. Mason Trafford, Cavalry FC, first home game of the season. Sunday, 3.30. Don't be there at 3.30. Yeah, Halftime's very short. Get there early. Get there early. Get the band going. They okay. got all kinds of games for the kids. Yeah, yeah. Got two buses at the Rosen Crown. Oh, boy. Yeah. Two buses oh, now. Boy, free bus. That's one of multiple pubs sending buses. Free plugs. Oh, wee. Settle down, Dumas. Think about that. That's uh, guys said anything for two and a half hours, and he's oof. firing up Rosencrown. Oh, like he knows where his uh, pints are comped, I guess. I guess. Suppose so. How uh, how tilted are you by the time you get there? Because you you got to go there, and while you're there, you catch a bus. You may as well have one. And Jesus. Well, I'm pretty. I, I handle it pretty good. I'm. I like to go down there. I like. I like to drink once I'm there a lot most of the time. So. Whether the bar or the the bus. No, at the, the game. Oh, yeah, at all the, the above. Yeah. 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 All of the above. Bus. Yeah. They just stack the bodies on the way home. <laughs> I always worry about doing the bus thing, because by the end of the game or the end of the event, kind of all those buses look the same. Well, I'm in the orange one. Oh, there's about four of them. There's always guys like, hey, I was on this one. No, you weren't. No. There's no, always like 10 people that weren't on the bus heading back. I was on this guy. You fall asleep. You wake up. You're in Leduc. Oh, this ain't good. <laughs> this is the wrong bus. This is, I was, I'm clearly on the wrong bus. It's no good whatsoever. <laughs> Uh, what do we got tomorrow on this uh, fine program? What are we doing tomorrow? I think we got a Ben Wagner. Benny Wags. We'll have the um, it's a matinee season fin- or series, series finale, finale against the Red Sox. What was that three thirty Calgary time or one thirty Calgary time? It was one thirty. I think it's one thirty. Yeah, that's right. Which uh, hey, they've they're up two zero in that series. That's quite something, given they're down five two heading to bottom nine last night. Haven't lost one yet, right? Sawed off against the Yankees. I haven't lost the series yet. Series, nope. yeah. Yeah, they split the four, and they've won all the other three-game series, two to one. And tight games. A lot Reading, of one-run uh, games. There's yeah, been was... a lot of Jordan Romano and a lot of high leverage. Yeah. It was nice to see him not have to throw last night. It was, I believe, uh, well, no, that's incorrect. It was the night it before was, they yeah. had Merriweather come in because it was the Bichette Grand Slam. But, yeah, they're boring. They're not boring. They don't, don't, don't go leaving early or turning off the TV when this team's down two or three. A lot of Romano.
We can do the thing uh, that we call What You Want to Talk About. It's uh, brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe, your experts in automatic door service, repairs, and replacements. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Yeah. Nine sixty nine sixty. We got a little bit of time uh, here for you. Um, did I miss the talk about Fabro flinching from Gaudreau raising his fist last night and how hilarious that was? Well, was I, it funny? I, I don't know. I, I think he there was some flinch. I think that Johnny also there was maybe some flinching going. Look, look. Neither of those guys. That's necessarily where their uh, bread is buttered. No. Mm. But you got to be in there, right? You got to be in the scrums. You got to be there. You got to show up. Fabro. Former Penticton V, my boy. Is he really? Start their uh, best of seven tonight against Westside. Big robbery in the Okanagan, Dean. Pinder. Let's go, V's. You finally sound sober. Congratulations. Yeah, it took three days, but it kind of sounds like you're around. Well, the voice is coming back. uh, The sobriety was not a problem. It was that uh, the vocal cords had been strained. Some of that my own fault. Duchesne really should have kept his helmet on. I mean, I tell you all the time to put it on. It just weird to get hit that heavily and then remove your own helmet and throw it as high as you can. I've never seen that before. I think you might want that for the landing. Well, and the thing is, once you lose your bucket, you got to go off. He was lucky there was a whistle right after that. Yeah, they thought he was dead, so they blew the whistle. (laughs) Is that what it was? (laughs) Is that is that a reason? Because if the goal, no, we might have uh, we might have a death here. Dead human. Potential dead human. Because when the goalie loses his mask, they blow it dead. I didn't know if they did it for for a player. So that was the potential death. What a hit! Good lord! It's almost as though Duchesne did, almost as though Duchesne didn't see it coming. Yeah, and I. Why in the world didn't he? I mean, don't you know when the puck's in the same? I don't know half the ice. You're fair game. It was great on the weekend when we were at the uh, Flames game with whoever they were playing, Arizona or something, right? Arizona, the nine one. And we were in uh, we were in the suite there with the stampede with the Stampeder <laughs> yes. players. And yeah, the, yeah, yeah. You know, guys are at their first or second game. How come they just don't hit each other all the time? Like just run each other. No, you gotta have the puck to be fair. Like, oh, so you can't just go blocking guys? Like, no, there's no blocking in this part. Yeah, it's not a that's a penalty. That's called interference. Yeah. I would just want to be hitting everybody. Yeah, we know. Yeah, yeah you yeah, guys, you that's, would. that's right. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah, you, you would. You guys sure. get paid to tackle and maim quarterbacks. You would like hitting, yes. Boys, my wife and I were at the game last night along with a lot of other Flames fans. What a game, wow. atmosphere, and building. Credit to the Preds fans. They love their team. Yeah, they do. We've been saying it for years since we went there. Unless you even made it to some parts of the game. Uh, that is one of the best crowds in hockey, period. I was at that game. That wasn't L.A. then. No. You showed up late, mister. I got there. We've told the story. I don't need to tell it again. You showed up late. Ah, rah, rah. He didn't show up. <laughs> he he never did. made it. But He was texting me. <laughs> you had your brand new blue hoodie on that Warner kept giving what you the gears. What a steal. American Apparel was going out of sale. I got a hoodie for $8. I was like, woo! You're so excited. It was an awesome purchase. But then those shots everyone kept buying. Ooh. Yeah. I would like to hear Smooth Like Sutter, please. I can't. I... What's this? I don't know what smooth it like is. Smooth Like Sutter? No, I don't know. No. I know that voice. You're hiding something from us. Listening Dean? to you guys from Mexico. Keep it up. Well, it, but we're ready. For, it's time I mean, for break. But, Dean's uh, really ready to bring it down. Was it Nashville? Nashville where Pinder went random bowling? Yeah. It was a tough one connecting the dots the next day because I was like, no, we were at a bowling alley. And then I started looking at maps in Nashville and there was nothing. I think it was like 10 miles away was the closest bowling. I'm like, wow, we really, we really chased it, didn't we? I've said this many times. That trip to Nashville for all of us as though we went back to being 17 with a fake ID and a pocket full of 20s. Everyone went crazy. And there's nothing better than when you were in that age. You'd go out, you'd meet up eventually at some point the next day. Probably not the morning. And just try to put it all together. And then it'd be, okay, so how did we end up? I've got this receipt for this, that sort of thing. That you came around, you tried to do the uh, the show, and you couldn't. 
Well, I mean, you got set. Basically, you got set outside. No, I think I was just better vomiting in the washroom of the lobby than all over the equipment. Which so I removed were... myself, and uh, Peter Labardis was kind enough to step in and yeah, do was... a good hour of uh, what Lou does. Yeah, it was really good. But I did enjoy the. So what did you do last? Well, I've got. Didn't you have Uber receipts? Yeah, because Uber, you get the emails. Yeah, and then I was I was missing a credit card, which yeah. is mysterious. And I knew I was bowling, but there was no bowling alleys like anywhere near no. the strip. There's one out by the airport. Yeah. Because then we Googled, where did you use your card? Oh, boy, that's a long way from where we are. Mm-hmm. How did you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you do love bowling. There was some hallway wrestling later. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Whose ribs did you break? That was a client of ours. Right. I don't know if they're break. They're probably fractured. Now that I think about it, it was to the point you were so kind out of, of break. You were so out of control. A Flames coach at the time, kind of got. Hey, just we have to take this settle down. We had to get this guy. Uh, settle. Hey, Pinder, just whoa, whoa, yeah. settle down. You know what you were, Rammy. I was very Rammy that you- night. <laughs> I was Zidorov the first month of the year. I needed some gravy. I just need to settle down. <laughs> what a time that was. Just finished. Aerating, do I throw down some Kentucky bluegrass seed or perennial ryegrass seed? I'm pretty partial to the Kentucky bluegrass myself. You got a golf course or you uh, making rye? To each their own. To each their own. Did you guys hear drunk Cindy Lou on overtime? Poor Pat, give him a raise. I saw the text. Why are we not getting memos about this? I don't know. Do people work at the station that don't understand the show? If there's a drunk caller, we need that audio the next morning. And it's not Pinder. Well, yeah, I'm not a caller. That's very different. Do you want to do you hear Cindy Lou? I did not hear Cindy Lou. I saw a text on the text line. Find Cindy Lou yeah. now. <laughs> Ace. If Soros is hurt, I feel like you definitely want Nashville. Agree 100%. However, if he's not, is that not potentially a hard matchup given the way that they play a more physical style? I fear how banged up you could be coming out of that series, assuming that you get out of that series. You will be favored and maybe even heavily favored against Nashville. That is a very difficult two weeks. Not easy travel either when you think of... Oh, and they're physical and they will punch you in the mouth. And you can handle those things, but there are matchups where you don't have to do all that stuff and you'll still be heavily favored. Yeah. If you can, uh, if you can win it, how about we do it in four or five? Don't go six or seven. We need that. Was Nashville the boomerang red golf cart trip? I don't even know what that one is. When you guys went down to Scottsdale or Palm or whatever, mm. zipping around. Yeah, maybe. Somebody texting an ex client. No, no, saw him the other day. <laughs> How are his ribs? Much better. I felt so Breathing bad. Breathing comfortably. I felt so bad for him. Be- oh, please. Because I think it was a very eye-opening experience for him, what we all are like. Mm. Extroverts, degenerates. Munsons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then someone broke his ribs and he couldn't breathe. If he, if he laughed or moved suddenly. Oh, jeez. Oh, 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 dear. Oh. It's like, what's wrong? Oh, oh. I don't know. It was all good. He, yeah. he bought tickets to Steve Miller the next night. He was happy to hang out again. <laughs> Let's do that again without the broken ribs. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Can you break them twice? <laughs> oh, that's good, man. That's good. So we're talking to Wags tomorrow. Wonderful. Uh, it'll be a game day. Do we talk to anybody in Minnesota? Joe O'Donnell. Oh, yeah, Radio Joe, my boy from Houston. J-O-D. Yes. All right. What a beauty. Yeah? Love this guy. So excited. The former former Duck defenseman? Nope. So he got the job in Minnesota Wild play-by-play. It took me half the year to realize it. I'm like, what? Yeah. My boy from the Houston Arrows in the American League has made it. I love seeing that. You do love seeing that. My boy Doug Plaggins in Florida. Yeah. Brandon Burke used to be in Utica. He's now doing stuff for MSG, college football, Islanders games. He's doing the TNT stuff. I just wish love to see it. Wish you could be happy for Cam Moon, but you hate him. I love Cam Moon. You're like, how? I mean, have you heard Moon's calls? How does he have an NHL job? Tape that thing down during the game. (laughs) Tuck it in a sock. Hey, guys. 
Hey guys, don't sell Dallas short on the physical side. It's not an easy series either. No, way. I don't That's think there are any it. series. I just think that Nashville's more physical, and both those things I think are true. I, I think that Dallas would be a real tricky out. Like they got some guys that can finish. Like Gurianov, you might not notice he can have a two goals the end of the night. Jamie Ben, if he turns it on for a period, he can change a game. Now Alexiak's gone, so that I mean, Heiskin is not going to hurt you, but he'll hurt Heiskin. you. He'll hurt you on the Ooh, scoreboard. Jeez, Klingberg, big dude. Well, I just the, neither of those teams is easy. Like you're going to be heavy favorites, and it's going to be very difficult. I believe that. A week, I said earlier. A week today, we are going to be looking back at game one. Be overreacting to game one. Come on, let's go. I found some power line construction tools in the ditch at work. I returned them to the crew that they belong to, and now they're buying me whiskey. I appreciate you sharing that story. I'm not sure what it had to do with anything. One good uh, deed uh, deserves another. uh, Yeah, for sure. Pinder would want Dallas so he can say that guy's name no one else can pronounce. Who would that be? Mm, the uh, the defenseman. Yeah. Hawk and Paw. Oh, Hawk and Paw. All of Pinder's buddies have succeeded. What the hell happened to him from Albert? Albert, that's... Oh, it's just good company I keep. I think it's kind of like if you were like a king. You'd have your counts and you'd have very smart people like doctors and chefs, the best at what they do, but you you still need a jester. Yep. And so my friends that are plastic surgeons or running oil and gas companies or lawyers, I'm their court jester. Because you're going to need a chuckle. Yeah. Days are long, stressful. You're going to need a guffaw. Is it ever boring, Dean? It's never boring, Ryan. Huh? I am the drunk called overtime to my friends. I'm here to lift you up. Yeah. You're a good boy. Thank you, Dean. You're a sweet, it only took sweet you about eight boy. years. It was a long. It did take it me a long time to come around. Men. Yeah, yeah, it took me a long time to come around. Uh, that'll do it don't for know, today. Da, 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 da. I got a treat for you. Okay. Cindy Lou from last night on overtime. Really? We have a little 19 second blurb of what Pat dealt with last night. Okay, now hang on. Mm-hmm. Do you want to tease it and get into it with Flames Talk? Uh, do you want to hear it? I'd like your reaction. Well, I'm I'm not going anywhere. I'll sit and wait. I just think let's let's keep people. It's it's called a tease. That's teasing. Someone hammered talking with Pat on overtime. <laughs> when we kick off Flames Talk next. What you want to talk about brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Do you own a pharmacy? Find out how Calgary Lock and Safe can retrofit your locks to meet the new mandates. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. See you tomorrow, buddies.